You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the cool again, stupid. People have have been complimenting the studio. We finally got the wide cam working. Now you can see more of the space. It's basically the same look thing. at the carpet. Look at this. Look at the chairs. The ball Christian left over there. I was, I was kicking that ball around. You can see our uh, our telly award over there. Boom! Respect us. I mean, what a wonderful second angle, because you can't see the telly award if I just do this right here, right? Um, uh, so uh, we're excited to be back. And you can see the ball in your shot anyway. And so what have you learned about our space with that second angle? Let, put, let us know what you learned in the chat. Nothing. Okay, okay Alexis hates anything cool. Um, uh, I'm going to suggest that that's just not cool. <laughs> uh, Mike Thomas said, do the carpets match the drapes uh no the the carpets are have been dyed a funky color the carpets are very bad bunny uh-huh. and the drapes are very daddy yankee there we go four, four people will get that <laughs> uh michael raymond said couchigans sounds wrong when i said it out loud hey you know what you know what maybe if you pronounce the couchigans bro <laughs> now all that's of a sudden a, we're that, all on board now we have a whole new uh you know we're, we're content creators in a different sense uh <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, look it's still the same amount of content it's just switched to a different website mm-hmm. some of your work computers may not be able to access it <laughs> okay but we'll talk to the it department <laughs> get, get through them firewalls it's all good my buddy had an idea to create a website that you would go to that would load Pornhub inside of it so that you could get through right. firewalls right 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 yeah so uh, almost like a uh, we will call it like a, a citrix server right where you basically create a virtual environment. It's you, you run a virtual operating system within, uh, within a computer, and it allows you to do stuff like that. So you can use one. <laughs> no, I, don't mean a, I don't mean a brag. Uh, uh, thank you for being here during our nerd break. Okay. Brought to you by Boredom. <laughs> All right. Look, if you like that, that's just more of the content you're going to get from Coochigans. Right? Oh, y'all thought it was going to be freaky? Nah, bro. You got it all wrong, bro. Nah, dude, the server room is called the Cooch. <laughs> okay. So it's the Cooch It's all again. exclusively virgins here, bro. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Nah, bro. The only time we splooge is in our sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> our doctor's trying to sort it out. <laughs> anyway... Uh, Michael Raymond said, wow, Christian just flexed this nerd. <laughs> flexed this nerd. Um, Bro. Look, at my, way, I my got- guy said citrus server. <laughs> Not citrus. I know citrus. <laughs> okay. Let it go, dog. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Already off to a ridiculous start. Welcome to the Cooligans. We're excited to be here as always. Poppy's always happy we're here. It's the Cooligans, buddy. Let's go. 
Uh, we have to talk too much, too many things about MLS to discuss mm -hmm. today because uh, we just got. <laughs> Paolo Nelson said his nerd is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, son. yeah, I didn't know you could see it on camera. Yeah, Damn, his nerd bro. be throbbing. Go, <laughs> you should see the third angle we've got coming. Um, which we call it. Luckily, there's so many things happening. But thank God it's all positive stuff and nothing negative has to be talked about. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so, look, we, we obviously have to talk about Caleb Porter. We just got the news about um, uh, Mayor Paulson stepping down as CEO. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're going to go over our uh, MLS uh, end of year uh, award voting. Uh, we are oh. we are voters. Yes. The show started uh, talking about Citrix servers and, uh, you know. <laughs> and and Susan and our sleep. <laughs> and Susan and our sleep. <laughs> and, now, and now we're going to. We're going to. We have. Decide the people who said that stuff <laughs> help decide who the MLS MVP is. Exactly. Okay. Just exactly what you expected. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. This is just like it was when a hundred and some years ago when they were coming up with the rules of the game. <laughs> they were like, man, uh, I hope. I'm sure, you know, Seven and, and Herc on Football America start their show off the same, <laughs> exact, same way. exact way. They might cut that part out, <laughs> but I bet you it's the same. I got to tell you about uh, my, my car battery died and my wife lost. The key fob that has the key in it. Yes, yes, yes. Right? There's only the one physical, key. Yeah, yeah, the physical key. She lost that. Mm. She swears she didn't lose it. She's like, I'm still looking for it. Six months later, still looking for it. But she lost it. So now, when the battery died, we had no way of getting in the whip. Right? right. So we called our insurance company. They sent someone over to stuff that little airbag thingy in the door, like, and then put the thing in that pops the lock, right? right. So boom, we got so, it. Like, like criminals do. 100%. Yep. <laughs> well, this guy goes, this guy shows up, a flat brim twice the size of his head. Right. He pops out the car that says pop a lock, and he goes, que lo que. First thing he says. Mm, so you know you're gonna get a you're gonna get a good worker right here. <laughs> First of all, my guy said he was gonna show up. Eight minutes, and it took 35 minutes. And I go, yo, the app says you're here already. He goes, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even answer. He was like, yeah, I know, dude. I don't even know where you were. And I said, yo, you need anything from me? He goes, like, what? And I was like, I don't know. You need me to do anything or just stay here? He goes, I could use some checkers. <laughs> like the food? The food? And I was like, oh, he's asking in for a tip without asking for a tip. Okay. In, right? in Brooklyn. Where, where are they? Where <laughs> And then he goes, what you know about checkers, right? And I go, no, there's one in Newark where I grew up. Mm. I was like, I know about checkers. He goes, so you grew up in Newark? He's like, yo, I lived out there for, for uh, three years. And I go, yeah? I go, you from Newark? He goes, no, nah, I'm not from there. I just lived there. And I go, oh, you were hiding out. And he goes, yeah, we was warring out here. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. And I go, you Dominican, so you, uh, you hit out in the North Ward. He goes, yeah, how you know all that? I go, dude, I'm from Newark. There's nobody who moves from New York to Newark for three years right? unless you're hiding out. That's <laughs> the only reason. He goes, yo, that's what happened, man. He's like, yo, they killed my mans, dog. I had to run. I stayed with Titi. <laughs> he goes, wasn't even really my aunt, but she was cool. Yeah. Stayed with her for three years, and then I came back when everything cooled down. Wow. I was like, yo, good for you. And he's like, uh-huh. And he goes, yo, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I, I, I like, you know, I, I travel and stuff. He goes, yeah. 
you need security, dog. <laughs> I, was like, I'm like, I was like, bro. Well, you're going to end up moving back to New York for three years. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, where is this conversation going? I tip my dude $20. I'm like, yo, get yourself some checkers. He goes, yo, thank you, Papa. <laughs> and he took off. Wow. <laughs> broke Look. into my car. He goes, oh, also, he goes, yo, man. And, and this dude is also a voter for the MLS End of Year Award. <laughs> By the way, you know he told me he's blue in his sleep, bro. <laughs> no. And he, he, he thinks Sebastian Drew. Drew he deserves a real shot at MVP. Uh, which we call it? He actually, this is true. He pops the lock. I open the hood, right? I pop the hood, oh. and I was like, I am in the terminals right here, and because it's a it's a hybrid, so the battery's actually in the trunk, so it's got just two little terminals you got to find, right? And I was like, Yoda, this is the positive and the negative. He goes, Nah, man. I was only told to pop your door, dude. And I go, Nah, man. When we called, we said the car is dead. So we can't jump it unless someone opens the door. So you're here to do both. And he goes, nah, man. He goes, look. And he shows me his phone. He goes, uh, pop door, jump job. And I go, you see that right there? He goes, ah, dude, I don't be reading. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why'd you show me the phone that tells you to do exactly what I just suggested you got to do? Hilarious. Okay. Bro. Well... I mean, I, I thought the second angle was better than that story. Do? <laughs> I don't think so, dude. <laughs> All right. Someone said Alexis. Alexis is going to be hiding out from this guy. <laughs> Bro, you need security. Was that a threat, sir? <laughs> All right. Let's get right into it. <laughs> a nice cobra said, the lock guy had since he finishing 10th, and they called him out via tweet this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we got to get to that. That was ridiculous. Um Let's get to it. Uh, Columbus Crew, part ways. Here's with- why I hate this angle. My face is just covered. It's not covered. It's just in this video that you're looking at. In the normal YouTube video, that's not what people are seeing. That's crazy. Alexis <laughs> is a child. Uh, <laughs> why? I can't, I can't be seen, bro. <laughs> this, uh, anyway, um, the Columbus Crew, part ways with head coach Caleb Porter. Uh, they they lost in their uh, their final regular season game to Orlando City. Um, they lost two to one off a controversial, I mean, maybe not too controversial penalty late in the game. Uh, uh, Facundo Torres gets the penalty and boom, Columbus, all they needed was a draw to they couldn't do it and they could not do it. And, uh, uh but Orlando, I, I guess they just wanted it more or whatever, but this was, uh, the last few weeks, everybody's been kind of already upset with Caleb Porter. I think if, if we, if Caleb Porter was dealing with the losses that he was dealing with, uh, through uh, towards the end of the regular season, this was like if this was in Europe, he would have been fired with like 15 games remaining, right? Because you saw the where the, tra- right. the trajectory was going. Uh, but uh, Columbus, I, I I saw some stat, I think from Tom Bogert. Uh, they I think they something like they lost or or drew in games that they were leading 22 times. Uh, in this during the season, something like that. It's pretty uh, horrific. Please. Also, do you think he got called Tom Booger growing up? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. If he did it, it's gonna <laughs> start happening now. <laughs> I, now I feel like I just threw a Molotov cocktail onto the internet. Sure, feel free to call Tom Boogert. Uh, it's it's kind of like that. Um, do you ever do you ever watch The Simpsons? I don't, I don't think you watched this a Simpsons. long time ago. But uh, there was an episode where somebody recently told me that only seasons one through eight matter. Haven't they been on for like thirty five years? It's uh, it's like almost thirty, right? I don't know how long Simpsons have been on, but there was an episode where. Um, they they were they had like a flashback scene and they were trying to decide Bart's name uh-huh. uh, and uh, and basically 
uh, uh, Homer was like, well, we got to make sure it's a name that nobody could make fun of. Uh, so they were like, you know, trying to rhyme it with something like Bart, Cart, Bart, yeah, whatever. So he was like, he, he went, A, uh, A, started with A, Art, uh, Bart, Cart, uh, uh, Dart. And then when he gets to F, he just like, uh, he stopped at E. He was like, E, Art, and oh, okay, I guess we're good. Uh, so he didn't get to fart. The whole, that whole bit was that <laughs> fart. That, that he didn't yeah, say yeah. it. And that he was like, let's name him Bart because nobody could ever make yeah. fun of that name. So did you, what, did you have one growing up? Did you have like a name that they made fun of that rhyme with Christian? No, I didn't no? have one of those. No. No? All right. You had Rolexus. I did. That was that was a dope <laughs> nickname though. That wasn't like a diss. I don't know about that, bro. Rolexus <laughs> is fire, dude. People wanted me to make that my graffiti name, but I'm like, it's a little too close to my actual name. Uh, Rolex was a Christian. <laughs> yeah, I really got him. You kind of got a no religious ceremonies though. Uh, but you could have gone Chrissy, Prissy, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that type of. Nickname. I mean, I got called Chrissy, but it was like a. You know, a, a term of endearment, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't ever negative. Chrissy P. That's, That's a dope right. nickname. I got called uh, CP. Did you ever get CP? I got CP. I, I got Alexis the sexist. That was like the only thing they could get to rhyme. <laughs> And it was Bro, really stupid. This is, that sounds like a headline in, like, the National Enquirer. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, the Post. <laughs> oh my, wow. Somebody. Uh, right. Um, the I got called uh, Plinko, like a Plinko machine. Remember? Plinko? I remember Plinko, but why did you get called Plinko? I don't know. There was a girl did that Did you I, fall down the steps all funny? <laughs> <laughs> there was a girl I wor- worked with at Sean John who just decided to call me that, and then it kind of stuck. Some people were calling me that. Oh, because instead of Polanco. Correct. Palinko. <laughs> Not Palinko, but Plinko. She they didn't hit you with the Palinko? No, no, no. It sounds a little bit too much like uh, Rob Palinka, the, the GM for... Uh, Rob Lowe? That looking dude? That Rob Lowe looking yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, for the, uh, the Lakers. Any, uh, anyway. Um, Chrissy T. Payne? <laughs> come, up with a, come up with an elementary school nickname for Christian, dude. All right, we were talking about Caleb Porter. Hopez? Oh, instead of Lopez. That's a dope nickname, though. <laughs> okay. You could flip that. Okay. Lopez? I mean, if you're, maybe if you're a girl, it might be a little bit, it might sting a little that bit. Might, that might hurt. That might hurt a little bit. <laughs> oh, you got me there. You got no, me there. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go cry in the bathroom. Dude, when I was in school, they told me the women's bathroom had a candy machine. I didn't realize it was a tampon machine. I was like, yo, I got mad jealous. I'm like, yo, they get to buy chocolates. <laughs> I was so mad. I want to eat chocolate in the bathroom. Why? Was- and they had a couch. We have no couch. Wow. Also, if we had a couch in the men's room, it would be covered in piss, dude. <laughs> covered in Well, that's piss. why we have couches here that are covered in piss. Right. Hell yeah, we, dude. Have, we have cor- fixed that part <laughs> yeah. of Alexis's childhood. Hit him with the other angle so they can see the piss stains, bro. <laughs> All right. Caleb Porter, <laughs> how we feeling? You think he deserved to lose his job? He won MLS Cup two years ago, and now he is out of a job. You think that's fair? Uh, Caleb Porter is one of those dudes that seemingly just can't really hold on to a job for a long time. His style of management wears you down. He is the American uh, Jose Mourinho. Right. Three years and, uh, you know, you, 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 you're going to get one title. And, Worked it. And, and then, you know, it's going to be, you're going you're gonna to leave in, uh, you know, in, in a little bit of shame. More interesting than whether he should be fired or not. Yada, yada, yada. We'll let the other voters who don't talk about <laughs> splooch and, and piss covered couches talk about that. Hey. Here's a real question. Who should hire him next? Because he's going to get a job. I agree. The, the, so, but the the run of form that that Columbus have been in, where who cares? He won a he won a trophy. He won a trophy, but you not, get a chip, you get another job. But 
but the con- I guess my, at least my concern or the reason it seems even worse is that Columbus actually gave him uh, gave him a roster. They went after players. They spent money. They got a new stadium. There was a lot of hype around it, and he couldn't do much with the 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 resources that he had. He so, won a trophy. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think you I, won MLS Cup. You good? I'm, may, maybe he's maybe um, an expansion team will give him another shot. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, aren't you tired of Killer Port a little bit? I mean, respectfully. I, I'm just like a little bit like, bro. <laughs> <Ain't you> gas. <laughs> I'm just being like, yo, bro, can you just tone it down a you little bit? You don't think Vancouver would be like, yo. No, Vancouver has his, I forgot the guy, the manager's name, but he is, uh, the dude is bubbly. He's delightful. They were, they were one, almost one win away from making uh, uh, the playoffs. Right. So the, the energy to go from you that kind of a manager. You think San Jose would give this dude a run? San Jose, they just hired Lucci. Right. Um, no. San like a team like that I'm talking about. Like a team yeah, that's, like that's, that's perennially over Houston. Like Chicago. Houston. What about Chicago? Chicago, they, uh, no, they're still working on, um, uh, with their manager. Bro, I you want to, they- you want to burn, you want to burn MLS to the ground with what I'm about to say? Okay. Go for it, bro. I mean, I still want to be, can I, can Kansas I still, Kansas City, dude. <laughs> Literally. They're the same Sporting guy. Kansas <laughs> For me, and Porter. They just swap. <laughs> you swap they, spots, bro. Different color hair. That's about it. You get the the silver the silver fox in Vermees. Sporting Kansas City fan just said, "Let's go, <laughs> bro." I'm being serious. Nah, Sporting dude. Kansas City has had the same manager for what seventy five years. <laughs> longer than, if I, if I do the longer than MLS's existence. Hundred yeah, percent, bro. <laughs> Yo. Nah, I don't see it. I don't see it. I why think, not? Give me a reason why. You can't just say no. So do you... Th- I, I don't think Caleb Porter is... What about um, NYCFC? What if Nick Cushing doesn't do a good job in the playoffs? No. No, I, I, I don't... It's a similar style to how City play. What's similar Porter, about it? Porter ball? I don't think so at all. No. How not? Uh, NYC... Overlapping uh, fullbacks? Oh, is that... Is that Possession-based? Is that all... Is that all they do? I just listed two <laughs> out of the two things. <laughs> is that... Oh, is that su- super... Uh, a specific to Caleb also, Porter's style. Also, would Caleb Porter be considered rude in New York? No. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the I don't think Caleb Porter is managing in MLS in 2023. Um, you think he takes a year sabbatical? I think so. Do oh. Canadian Premier League, or you think he takes the year off? I think he takes the year off. There's a little media, a little Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure, I'm sure. I mean, even speaking to that, have you seen all the clips of all the local broadcasts? And they're like gut wrenching. It's so heartbreaking. I mean, I'm ex- look. I, I said this. Uh, uh, I'm gonna be honest. Some of y'all was like, y'all still on TV, but the, a lot of y'all was like, <laughs> no, yo, yeah. this is wild. Because yeah. there's some people that did. Speaking of Columbus, our friend uh, Jordan Angeli, uh, right. incredible job uh, that she was doing out there. Um, yeah, it sucks. It but sucks. at the same time, it does feel like this is the right move. I'm not, by the way, we don't have a job with Apple TV Plus. Don't don't think that's so, that's what I'm saying. I think the fr- in the- fact, if anything, Apple TV Plus has told all of our representatives <laughs> in no way, shape, or form do we want these people involved. The, the thing that's uh, frustrating is that I'm sure there are going to be people that uh you know from the, these local broadcasts that get hired for Apple TV. Every single game will need a broadcast team, but I think what's going to happen is they will be a. Uh, they're not. There's not going to be a local broadcaster. So essentially, you don't think they'll do like the cool thing, like have like a bunch of like you know teenage looking people sitting on boxes or something. No, <laughs> it's like you don't think they're going to try to like advance it a little too far. No, they'll they're going to. What so what? Um, the the idea is because the games are are being broadcast globally. You don't need a uh a you know a 
you know, an announcer and an analyst for uh, for your local broadcast and for the like global feed. You just have two. It's going to just be two people um, and maybe like a sideline reporter for every game. So it's just essentially three people. Uh, to broadcast any particular game, it's not. Let gonna, us know if you're following along because I'm, I'm completely so lost. So, currently, what we have now, let's say if you if you're watching an MLS game in uh, in the U.S., right? Right. There's the Fox announcers, and then there's the local Bally Sports or whatever. No, no, no. So it would be if NYCFC is playing Orlando, you have uh, the Yes Network broadcast that mm-hmm. is have Ian Joy and Joe Tolleson, right? And then you whatever. have the Orlando broadcast. Right. That is show is uh, uh I forgot who's that Fox guys. Sports South or whatever <laughs> Miguel is uh, one of the guys. Um, so so four people are b- calling this game, and now you're only just gonna have two people. Maybe it's not gonna be any because home. There's just the Apple TV broadcast. Exactly. There's one one you, you you go on the app and you click on the game, and it's gonna be whoever. It's probably gonna be this probably gonna be English broadcast and Spanish broadcast, that, and and that's about it. So a lot of people will be losing their jobs, but some of these people will be coming back. At least I hope. I hope as many people from these local broadcasts do come back because it is difficult to to grow up with a particular voice or a broadcast team uh, and you're sort of just used to watching this game and it's part of the culture of uh, of the team that you support and now to the, have them just you know uh gone like the dc united's uh uh dave johnson right it's in the net yeah i want to hear it's in the net from sometimes you know <laughs> yeah, time yeah, to time yeah. Be nice to hear like that. Tommy Smith, he put the onion in the onion bag or whatever. Right, right, right. So, uh, so I, look, it was a little sentimental seeing all those. It was. It's a little bit crushing, especially how difficult it is to maintain a job in the sports industry. But now that we're like sporting, as uh, uh, KC Fan TV said, call me Apple. Let's be honest. If you really want to advance, you're going to have to do a couple things. You want to have, right, a Steve Buscemi looking kid, right, <laughs> right sitting yeah. at home. <laughs> With a green screen behind him, dying with every goal that gets scored against his team, you gotta have you gotta have an official stream. Well, do you want two comedians picking one game each week, talking wild shit that you could someone could hit a button and say this is the this is the feed I want to listen to instead of it's in the net. You know what I mean? Which is great. I'm not saying it's wrong, but let's say you want to spice it up a little bit. Right. I get well, it. Have a Cooligans button. <laughs> Look, I think she goes back to the Kuchigan. <laughs> Hit the Kuchigan button <laughs> for the very nerdy takes. <laughs> Again, you think it's one thing, but it's actually just—we're really just explaining how the system works for so, streaming. But it's going to change the culture of being an MLS fan a little bit. Do I think it's going to advance the league? I love how you keep bringing it back to the, right to the actual subject. But I'm just saying. I'm not here like, what about this? And you're like, right. Anyway. So what we're saying. Uh, so look, it's it, it, there's a reason to be emotional about it. My hope is that Apple maintains as much of the heart of the the people who built the culture of the league. I mean, you got. I say, kick it all down. Start from scratch, <laughs> dude. You're like Jillian Sackovich. Figure it out. Yeah. Whatever. More like Sackovich. <laughs> no, we love you, Jillian. We love you. <laughs> we love you, Jillian, so much. Is that was that her nickname? <laughs> Damn. Wow. Why would you do Why that? Why would they use a British <laughs> slang for getting fired in high school? Um, Tommy V. Oh, somebody did ask a question. Say, Tali said, uh, "Who is the play-by-play and who is the uh, the?" 
the, the color commentator. If Tommy we were, B says Alexis does color Christian the facts. Right, right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to be talking about you know the IT system in the stadium. <laughs> right, right. Meanwhile, I'm like, yo, what nickname do you think? <laughs> what nickname do you think Insigne had in school, dude? Um, I think I think there's an opportunity to not just advance how the league is watched, which this we cannot rephrases we can't say it in any other way this is absolutely a colossal step forward in live sports um distribution okay but then why why you gotta stop advancing that there let's keep going <laughs> okay we gotta have a goddamn cooligans button <laughs> It's a cooligans, buddy. That's okay. why. All right. Our board answers all the questions for you. <laughs> uh-huh. <right>? <laughs> um, okay. So uh, did, we, did we wrap up on, uh, on Caleb Porter? Is there anything else? Uh, Give me a team you think will hire him that should hire him. I think that, uh, so I would say probably Houston. Houston seems like the, uh, a good destination, a place that needs some direction and stability. And Caleb Porter does provide that probably for a short amount of time. But, you know, we've, uh, you know, from our inside sources mm. we all we always hear yo Caleb he he knows what he's doing he's a he's a good coach but as far as from like you know man management and like his personality it rubs people the wrong way and it and, and maybe he's a, it he's runs a tough his- personality but those are those are the types of coaches you need after you have like a uh, like a, a player coach. Maybe, yeah. And you bring in you bring oh, wait, in the shit kicker. Yeah, we've said this all the time about like you have to like flip flop from uh you know the 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 drill sergeant to the the cool stepdad. Sorry, my yeah. watch hit the thing. Go ahead, uh, break our glass table. <laughs> so uh, maybe Houston seems like maybe a good uh, a decent destination because they just uh, let go of their coach. Um, and, and it looks like they're in a little bit of a, you know, tough situation, but we'll see. I, I still think Caleb Porter is probably not, um, managing in 2023, but I oh. could be wrong. <laughs> but someone just said, holy shit, that's loud today. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you put it to the full volume. You did. Oh, I did that. Yesterday. Yeah. 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 Uh, hopefully that's more manageable. Sorry <laughs> if that was super, super loud. Uh, New Jersey's own Pellegrino. Pellegrino Marazzo for the crew. That's the dude who's coaching in uh, Europe. Germany. Germany. Yeah. Uh, Pellegrino Matarazzo. That's the most New Jersey name I've ever heard. Um, Robin Seguini said, do we get free Ted Lasso with MLS season ticket plus Apple TV package? Uh, Meaning like the character or the show? The show. A nice cold brew said Rooney out. Get Porter to D.C. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well yeah, we'll address That's that. That's interesting. I, I do. Before we address that, can I? and I do want to uh, address that, uh, Robin Tagini just did. Hide our address from the script. I will do that. Yes. Robin Tagini uh, is the first person to uh, send us something for the studio. Okay. So shout out to Robin Tagini, obviously. Uh, we'll see what this is. The homie. Uh, will she also be the first person to have it sent back if you don't like it? <laughs> wow. There's a, there's a real question. Talk about color commentary. <laughs> All right. I see it. It's, it's something Atlanta related. I what are the odds? Um, All right. It's in. It's all right. It's Atlanta United heavy. Okay. Okay. I mean, well, she's not. She's not a damn Sporting Kansas City fan. Look at this though. What this bumper stickers. But from 2017. Oh, this is from yeah when they're that they're, when they were announced before they were called Atlanta United. Right. Thank you. That so is much. really impressive. Robin stickers uh, for Atlanta MLS. Should we cover our unboxing table that also kind of looks like a goal? Uh, can you see it? Other- Should we cover that in stickers, dude? We could. Right? What about this glass table, bro? 
All right, let's see what else we got. So we obviously got a scarf here. Yeah, make no make no decision, Christian. I like it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Do we want to put the the? What are you going to try to sell that after? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, a footy mob uh, scarf. Shouts to footy mob. Always been supportive. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And then uh, this is what a flag. This is what it's going to be in a Atlanta United studio now. So for those of you listening, by the way, uh, it's a. It's the old MLS logo with the word Atlanta and then 2017 next to it. And then MLSAtlanta2017.com written underneath it. So I don't know if this was official stickers made by the, by the league or the, the owners or if this was by the fan base. But, you know, this was right around the time when I was saying there's no reason to have a team in Atlanta. They'll never have support. They're trash supporters <laughs> uh, for all sports. And I couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> I mean, wow. literally was the most wrong I've ever been. All right. Yeah, we got a flag. Sweet with swagger, A-Town down, Concord. That's a beautiful flag. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Robin, much appreciated. So look out in the mail, Robin. We're sending this all back. <laughs> no, thank you. This is beautiful stuff, dude. This is really cool. Okay. Um, all right. So Wayne Rooney uh, obviously had a very, very poor um, time so far here. At, a little bit of a learning curve. Right? I mean, look, I, he... he he inherited uh, a, a pretty bad team, um, and right, and but so I saw, uh, and then one of them shows up as a racist. I mean, there's a lot happening. Right, right, right. Um, you know, he's in Greece now, in right. Santorini, wherever they, right. whatever they do out there. Um, Probably that that island where all the buildings are painted white. What island is that? I don't know, Mykonos. Maybe? <laughs> Get I don't it? know. Look, get it because all the buildings are painted. It is all white. Is it, it is alleged? Do you at, get it at the moment? I mean, uh, but we'll see if he ends up. I'm not going to name names, but let's just say if you put your hand up in New York City, one of them pulls up. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, unless you put it up the way he would put it up. <laughs> sure, get it? Wow, well, I get it. Um, <laughs> the. Because uh, um, he's racist. D- uh, DC United and their um, allegedly, we don't know what's going on. Again, no, everything. <laughs> else. Why I haven't said anyone's name? <laughs> okay, so uh, DC United obviously had a, a poor year, but Wayne Rooney, um, and I saw this from Pablo Mara. He had uh, tweeted out that he, he Wayne Rooney's obviously going to get a, a, a better opportunity to uh, bring in the players that he wants. He definitely deserves. Oh. I don't. I don't want to call it like a, a transfer window, but he does. He definitely deserves a preseason. Yeah. To make some decisions. He came in in the mid, you know in midseason, and his uh, job was to just stop the stop the bleeding. Mm, you know what I mean? It was just they were hemorrhaging. It, oh, was, and, uh, <laughs> it did not stop. It uh, did not. <laughs> so the uh, but Palomara said that uh, it, it, in all likelihood Wayne Rooney will only be at DC United for one more year. So how much um, should like the the executives? How much of a sort of how much effort or how much of a leash do they need to give Wayne Rooney or why let him make a bunch of decisions if he's just going to be gone gonna, because they I don't think the feeling is that he's going to be there a long time why uh Pablo Mauro suggested that he's in yeah, but did he say why no did not say specifically why I just uh I'm gonna su- I'm assuming he covers DC United he's been covering DC United for I think like a decade uh I'm gonna trust his opinion uh on on that and maybe that's just his like hunch um but I think it's a fair uh, question yo pablo <laughs> uh we're on the show right now <laughs> and uh you said that uh wayne rooney was gonna leave most likely after next year can you share why oh by the way whatever you sent me i'm gonna play on the show <laughs> regardless of what you say <laughs> okay let's see if pablo responds so we'll see live uh <laughs> if he responds or not um 
But I'll let you know once he reads it, which is not yet, or once he acknowledges the the voice now. But I, I do think if um, I, I think you operate under the the fact, even if Wayne Rooney um doesn't say they're past a year, I still think does he have? The, I would. Does he get the right to shift? The, the 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 playing style, the culture, the the players that are in there, the it's roster. Not, it's not any what he's not gonna make it worse. So, do you, so go for it. <laughs> so then do you listen to what was it, Michael Raymond who said it? Do we do we then fire him? We as if we have any right. <laughs> do we then let him go and bring in a Caleb Porter who will most likely be there for a little bit longer? No, I mean, what what, what was what would be the point of bringing him in for six months? Uh, no, you have to give him another shot. It, what if it? Wait, 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 who for six months? Wayne Rooney. He's only been there for a couple months. Yeah, but if he's only going to be there for another year, then you might as well make that decision now. Right, but you can't operate under thinking that he's not going to be there longer than a year. You have to just give him the opportunity. And I think if he finds some success, maybe he can find a reason to stay. But the team has to do well. If if I don't, I don't see a, a scenario where DC United win MLS Cup uh, or get really deep into the playoffs, and he's like, "No, nah, I'm done." I, I, in my opinion, I think that would be reason in, uh, enough for him to stay. But we do know that his family didn't move to DC. And it is what it is. So signs suggest that he may not be here very long. But how can you have a manager and you're not going to take a a gap year? Okay. Think of it as Everton. Let's say we end the season. Everton are in 13th place. Uh, Reports are Lampard is most likely going to leave after one more year. Do you give him a transfer window? In the scenario, well, I mean... Just take it exactly how I said it. Do you give him that summer transfer window? Yes, you do, because... Knowing he's not going to be there next year, so the changes he's going to make may potentially be prohibitive to the team succeeding the year after. I mean, you, you will have a say in the decisions that he doesn't have complete say in what decisions are made. You have input in that decision if you are a sporting director or whatever. But how can you maintain the confidence of your supporters by getting rid of Lampard after, you know, in this scenario, like Rooney, he's six there six months. months. Right. And then you get rid of him. You, you don't think that supporters, season ticket holders are going to be like, what the fuck is going on with this team? You don't think in a year from now, they're going to be like, we wasted an entire year. Why do we even have this guy? Why did we let him bring these players in? We didn't win. We didn't succeed. And he's gone. And now the next manager is going to have to make even more changes. It's worse to do it. Uh, now, I, than I, it is. I couldn't a year agree. From now. I couldn't agree more. By the way, say <laughs> Tali said Alex is looking at his phone like he just sent a you up, uh, wait, uh, a risky text, and is waiting for a response. Justin Friedrich said Alex is looking at his phone like he just sent a you up late night text. <laughs> Nick Red said Alex is looking at his phone uh, like his Postmates delivery is more than ten minutes late. <laughs> All of those are correct, uh, except I know what my wife would say if I sent a risky text. He has not looked at it yet. He must be busy. What is he doing, dude? You don't do nothing, bro. <laughs> you clicking, yeah. clicking, clacking on your keyboard. Would you find out Johan Cruyff played a game in <laughs> in, in Vancouver once? <laughs> um, so no, look, I I think DC are in a bad they're in a bad spot because they have a, a lot of you know they have issues from from the roster to to you know people mad at ownership. 
Uh, they have to finish building the damn stadium. Yeah, which is even funny. <laughs> Remember when they were like, oh, we can't play games during the day because yeah. we didn't realize the sun hits the cameras? Even the de- de- decision day was was weird. I don't know if you saw it. You were obviously in London. I don't know if you saw any any matches, but the the games were all... The, especially the- <laughs> Just a rubric said, Pablo writing an article about how Pele once played a charity match in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, all the games were like uh, uh, fairly early, like at 2 o'clock, 2.30. Right. And some of the games, especially the, the, the game in at Audi Field, was you couldn't... The, the sun was so bright, you couldn't see... You couldn't even you could barely tell the players' jerseys apart on TV. Like they because the, the sun shadows. goes into the cameras. <laughs> that that is that wasn't the issue with this particular game. It was just that the sun was so like Yeah, but don't they have the ISO? You ever notice when there's a shadow on the field? Yeah, yeah, they'll but switch back and forth. This was the problem. They I don't know if they didn't adjust the ISO correctly. Oh, they had an amateur cameraman? <laughs> Bro, but they, it's a, the 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 I forget who they were playing, but the you could barely tell the 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 two different teams apart on television. I'm sure, and you know, in person, I'm sure it wasn't that big a deal. But it was uh, it was odd. They got to put a damn roof. DC, out of you needs a roof to block the damn sun. Can we start a GoFundMe for <laughs> DC to get a roof and FC Dallas? Y'all need a roof, bro. <laughs> I don't know how you're letting your fans bake for 90 minutes. I mean, it's it's you know weather's cooling down, so it's not as bad now. But in the summer, it's summer. Uh, da- oh, yeah, I'm not Dallas. talking about today. I'm talking about the beginning of the <laughs> yeah, season, bro. They got it, they got it. How many how many more fans do you think would show up to an FC Dallas match if they had a roof? That's a good um, question. I think a, a a fair amount. Yeah, I don't know how many. I mean, it's not like sometimes people make fun of uh, FC Dallas and like they, you know, no no fans are there or whatever. It's not it's not as bad as it looks on TV. I've we've I've been there. You haven't been there, right? You yeah, of course. Oh, you went for the yeah. No, no, you went. I haven't been during a game. Exactly, you've been to Dallas, the Hall of yeah. Fame. Yeah, I've yeah. been to Frisco. Yes, well, I w- I stayed for the game yeah. against Sporting Kansas City. How many more fans would show up if it was called Frisky, Texas, dude? <laughs> wow. Man, I hope that was a little bit lower. <laughs> great, great question. Um, NYCFC got a baseball diamond oh, d- with people at it. <laughs> did you see the, um, yeah, like, you know, people complain about the stadium, but, you know, especially games at Yankee Stadium. A lot of fans show up. I mean, and and comparable to some of the other uh, uh, MLS stadiums that get a lot of fans. I mean, NYCFC is getting a couple twenty, you know, twenty some odd thousand fans. It's pretty good. Again, it's it's pretty good. It's in a. It's obviously it feels could be better, could but be. it's pretty good. Um, did you did you hear this about? Um, They're trying to switch it. That there was a um, a a another um, you know possible stadium going to be announced. Uh, in by the end of the year, you hear this it's from uh, from the uh, um, uh, City Group uh, CEO. Say the words. What are you talking about? Soriano. Yeah. They, so there was just another some somebody reported. I forgot who it was, but uh, said. Well then, let's uh, congratulations, Girona. <laughs> Your new stadium. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, did mean, you hear that they're trying to move the uh, playoff game? The city field. I, I did hear that, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know how likely it is. Uh, it's obviously, you know, NYCFC is going to play into Miami at Rebel Arena. Uh, see, As of right now, it's Rebel Arena. Right, but the the mine Mets could, couldn't finish out the season wow. properly. And sim- also, shouts to, shouts to Chris Scopo, who probably has canceled all his spots. <laughs> that man is not leaving his house. Mets, I've never met a more a bigger Mets fan. Met, they win, what, 101 games in a season? I missed the playoffs, bro. Bro, it's crazy. It's a joke. 
I don't know how. Uh, I don't even know that's how that's possible. How did you get the Grom out of the playoffs? <laughs> I don't know. Bro. I actually, I, you know this, right? I wrote a commercial for Jacob Degrom. I remember this. Yeah. Uh, car, car, a, a, car lot. A, a local car dealership commercial. Right. Yeah, that was a while ago yeah, too. A couple years ago. Okay. Only playing right. still. Look, I mean, I I contributed to the to my Metropolitans. Okay. Um, the Mike Thomas said, "Cool closer song. Hope it was worth it." <laughs> Diaz. <laughs> I mean, it is a good song. Which I mean, one is it? Uh, uh, it's the, the the song from. It's called Narcos or something like that. Um, it, with, with the trumpet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a banger. We had a couple viral clips. What would be your closer song if you were a closer? You look like a closer, dude. <laughs> oh, of you course. look like Mariana Rivera's cousin. <laughs> My closer song is like, oh man, what would it be? Would I, you pick new or would you pick classic? Um, Juicy from Notorious B.I.G. Damn. <laughs> it really doesn't sense fear when you're like, it was all a dream. I used to reword them. That doesn't really strike fear. Oh, I don't know. What's a, what's a scary song? I mean, it, you know, something from, uh, I don't know, Metallica, you know, yeah. something a little bit more intense. Uh, Master of Puppets. Mm, I don't know <laughs> anything you're saying. I'd uh, probably pick Many Men. Okay. Bro, wish death upon me. That? Did you see? There was a player mm-hmm. from the... Mm-hmm. Who got shot. Who got he shot. Came out the Washington uh, uh, Commanders. Commanders. Uh, he came out to many men. Hey, bro. He got shot like six weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's back <laughs> in the league, bro. Also, can I just say, uh, there was a tweet a long time ago, and it still makes me laugh, that said Bronx couples slow dance to many men. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I think about that tweet maybe once a week. Robin Seguini said, not Tool. Tool is a little bit too, too like, um... I don't know. It's 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 too sensitive for a you know for a closer song. Most tool songs are not that intense. A nice cold brew said pop smoke invincible. I feel invincible. Okay. Hunt in the spot. <laughs> I love I love your pop smoke Bro. impression. My pop smoke impression. Can you do the entire show as pop smoke, Bro. please? You think I can? <laughs> huh. Okay. Wait. Uh, okay, he listened to it. But no response. Yet. No response. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll get we'll get Paolo's uh, to dial in real soon. Um, Will he respond? That uh, is the question. Mike Thomas said, "Crawling in my skin" from uh, uh, Lincoln Park. <laughs> Recording audio. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll get it for you, folks. Um, What's a crawling in my skin? It's Pop Smoke doing <laughs> Lincoln Park. <laughs> um, okay. The. Um, uh, I guess should we? I guess we'll wait for Pablo. Now nah, you got to close out to some Celia Cruz. Hilarious. <laughs> he strikes fear in the eyes of many. Ladies and gentlemen, your closer, Alexis Guerrero's Azucar. <laughs> <laughs> that is not you know, every kid. Actually, you do get fear because when I heard Celia Cruz, that meant we were cleaning our house, bro. Oh, dude, I mean, we got chores. Bro, you got to play a little vacuum cleaner in the background. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we got to get to our MLS end of year uh, awards. Okay. And let's, but let's see. Pablo did respond. Okay, so. Let's see what he says. This, I'm not going to hear We don't it. know. We, yeah, we, we might have to bleep this. We can't, we can't yeah. clear this before. I mean, it's a feeling I get. I happen to know that he has kind of a people called it a Colleen clause in his contract that would let him return to, you know, England if there are, you know, family issues or if he gets um, an opportunity at an EPL club. And, you know, the well, first thing he told me when he was here was, you know, I, I know I can coach in the Premier League. And, you know, he was sort of speaking of this just like it was a, a stop on his journey. And um, 2024 is an option year. So, um, you know, I put all that stuff together. 
Sorry, there's nothing more sensational that you can report to your listeners. There it is. The Colleen Clause. That'll do it. I did not expect you to do that. A, so sincere. <laughs> and B, without the sounds of an engine revving in the background. <laughs> okay. I, uh, can, uh, Robinson, can y'all paraphrase? I couldn't hear it. Uh, okay. So oh, what? I guess it wasn't loud enough. Um, oh, probably because now it plays out of this part. Oh, it might have been a little too low. Uh, I'll add it in post. Okay. Basically, they said that he has a... Co- oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I lowered it because I thought it would help. Uh, Colleen, he has a Colleen clause in his contract. Yeah. That allows him to get out. And if there's any family issues. Or family anything, issues. Uh, any, any concerns or, you know, reasons to leave. He thinks he can get a job in the EPL. So is, it's what he wants. Mm-hmm. So I guess if he gets a job offer, he gets to go. Yeah. And he has a, a buyout, a buyout clause, or an option on twenty twenty four. Right. Uh, so look, it, it's you know, it, it, DC United Basketball. They didn't have to hire him, and they didn't have to put these clauses in in place. They could have found another coach, but they thought you know he would uh, help uh, you know uh, uh, fix everything that was going on with the team, and they have to give him a shot. They're in a bad spot. They have no real choice. We'll see. He's he's he sent me another one, but now I can't play because I know you guys can't hear it. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know why it doesn't sound uh, clear, but what are you gonna do? Um, uh, Justin Freeber said Rooney has a Wagatha Christie clause in his contract. Uh, fair, fair. How do we play this other one? Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, Patreon gets that. How about yeah, yeah, that? We'll, I'll, I'll literally post whatever the hell he just sent me without hearing it <laughs> on Patreon. Patreon.com slash soccer cooligans. Join, uh, join today. Okay. Um, our MLS end of year awards. Uh, we yeah. will. Do you uh, want to do MLS MVP last or first? Should we just get it out there? Um, wait, let's leave it up to the chat. Chat, what do you want to know? Uh, what do you want to know first? Should we start with the, um, I guess, the, if we're going backwards, we, I guess we'll start with coach. Coach and then uh, comeback player of the year, young player, newcomer, de- defensive player of the year. And now I didn't write any of these down, so I have to remember who I voted for. <laughs> I look, and you, the, you, it is a clear, you can cl- clearly see the difference um, on how Alexis and I uh, prepare for the show. I want to remind everyone I was not told to write it down. <laughs> okay, because why would we ever talk about it, right? Also, you were like really adamant about voting. I'm like, I don't care if we do it or not. I think it's cool that we were just asked once. Uh, bro, I, I, I take it seriously. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe Whitlock said, start with the best scran in the league. MVP last. Okay. By the way, best scran in the league might be DC because they got papooses in the stadium. Um, I, I'm trying to rem- remember. It's like we usually don't. Um, we don't get to eat. Eat the food because we we're like at media. Right. Uh, whatever. So we got to eat the media food. Who's got the best media At-Atlanta food? Atlanta probably, I yeah. think. In my memory, I probably have the best food. Yeah. It, it's like they have the, the NFL Ladder for the right, soccer right, right, game, yeah, which yeah, is like yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, Yankee Stadium ain't too bad either. It's not too bad. They got the salads, the burgers, the chicken sandwiches. That one time I put the burger and the chicken sandwich together, and you go, oh, you just very lightly go, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alexis is like he's constantly trying to like outfat himself, <laughs> bro. I was, I hadn't eaten all day. I was starving, and I was like, I got a good idea. I'm gonna just take the chicken patty and put it in the burger because the burger's kind of dead by itself. And as I put it together, I just feel you peering over and you just go. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kirby D said Orlando uh, has some good uh, brisket and tacos. Um, Red Bull has some good tacos, Camilo said. Uh, and Red Bull has the, the empanadas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Bull has uh, brisas. Shouts to brisas. Which are great. Um, 
Austin, uh, Austin had to, I had something at Austin. So mad at to go. That I think that those were actually really good too. Um, but shouts to pupusas, bro. Shout out to Papooses, you know. Well, they need to get they need to get some love. Okay, so everybody's saying we should go backwards. Snuff said, uh, "Why did who did you pick as MVP, and why did you choose Alex Collins?" <laughs> Alex Collins will get uh, a reference here, I'm sure. Yes, I think so too. The all right, so uh, Alexis and I have not discussed this either, no. so we don't know what. Why, That's the thing; we don't know who who, we, who each other shows. Okay, so uh, Coach of the Year, uh, do you want to go first? Who who'd you uh, select? I wanted to pick Chirundolo. Sure. Right, but uh, I, I have it pulled up here. What did he get? He got supporter shield. Supporter, uh, the most points of anyone of a, of any first year coach ever. Okay, but he had so many people around him, so many players of you know of a high ilk. He, he adopted a very good team. Yeah, but also they brought in a bunch of great players as well. Yeah, that helped. So as much as I love you, Chirundolo, first person to say Chirundolo. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to say Chirundolo on right. this one. <laughs> so yeah, you got you Chirundolo to get uh, did not get that. Um, I went with Jim Curtin, dude. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's doing it again with nothing. I wouldn't say nothing. You know what I mean? Like he's not getting <laughs> he's, he's not getting big names. He's like not I, getting big names. The sexy names that no, we all but he's know. Consistently great. A tough team to beat. He he went on a span there where they were basically Bayern versus yeah, yeah. two Bundesliga <laughs> teams. Uh, it's hard for me to say any other coach deserved it as much as he does because it's just a level of consistency and excellence you just do not see anywhere else finished top of the eastern conference right mm-hmm. yeah that's right beat montreal um i went with jim Curtin, dude okay um it's so it's interesting while i was trying to make that decision jim Curtin was definitely one of the people i was Highly, highly mm. considering. Jim Curtin won Coach of the Year in 2018, I think, right. or 19. I forgot what, exactly what year. I have it uh, actually pulled up. Front. He won in 2020, sorry, uh, when they won Supporter Shield. So usually the MLS coach of the the, the Supporter Shield winner the usually wins, the, the coach usually wins Coach of the Year. I think that's that's been fairly common throughout the last couple of and years. And I Not bet always. you Chirondola wins it. But it was just hard for me to make that decision based on the fact that he basically waltzed into an MVP team. Sure. Um, I, but also, to, hit, to, create, to give him credit, we, even when we interviewed him before, he, he was like, yeah, I want to go back to the U.S. coach. I'm like, Yo, you a defender. What kind of trash, <laughs> boring-ass soccer are you going to play? And he was like, no, I want to play quick. I want to play fast. I want to play attacking. And it's all of that. And he's definitely a success. And yeah. remember how, how down bad LAFC fans were when they hired him. Even our homie Andrew... Uh, Drew near post was like, mm. oh, God, this guy, he's never even coached in the. Yeah. And yeah. look how incredible it's turned out. So he's probably going to win it. But I got to give Jim Curtin a nod, bro. I think that's fair. Uh, so I went with uh, the Montreal head coach, Wilfred Nancy. Nance. Nance, right? Nance. It's a, it is Nance. A y there. Yeah. But uh, they just say Nance. N- I that's never... how you pronounce Nancy is Nance. Oh, I uh, maybe I'm saying it wrong. I'm not. I think there's a Y there. But the, t- the town Nancy is Nance. But that's not how the team is spelled. That doesn't have a Y. Yeah, it does. No, you're talking about Nantz. Yeah, the, the yeah. Nancy. Nancy's is pronounced Nantz. Okay, maybe uh, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, he may not. He may. Maybe the Quebecois <laughs> way of saying is normal. But, uh, so, and, and my decision for that is, um, you you even saying, uh, you know, like Jim Curtin did it with nobody. 
Montreal really did it with with someone who I consider possibly the best midfielder in the game right, in the league right now. Georgi Mihaljevic? Yeah. yeah, that's fair. But then, but that's, <laughs> and, and Victor Wanyama, but look who's at, a superstar defensive <laughs> midfielder, it deserves to be back in the league. Uh, and he he said he's probably not coming back. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, yeah, interview. he's well, it's up to the league or whatever. Yeah. Blah blah blah, um, blah. But no, I think he did more with less out of all the coaches that I was considering. I wouldn't say less. Because he's got he's got some big names, uh, you know. Again, Georgia Mihaljevic and Wanyama probably being the two biggest. Um, mm-hmm. Who's the defender who also played really well? I can't remember his name right now. Ooh, look at that! That the, the all star, um, whatever. Uh, nonetheless, uh, I'm not. Look, uh, Montreal is is my uh, what third or fourth favorite city in the world. Mm-hmm. Love uh, love Montreal. I got a, I got my heart there, but bro, I don't know, man. Jim Curtin, just the way he put that squad together, the way he got them playing. Bro, and he beat Montreal. Okay, in the standing, Montreal ended up two points behind um, uh, behind Philadelphia. That I think that's saying uh, quite a bit. Um, and, and I just to Montreal. Let's I, see. Let's see what happens in the uh, so, in yeah. The and, and for me, the choices were Chirondolo and uh, and you know and Wilfred Nancy, right or Nantes, whatever, however you say. It. Um, I, I think that is. Uh, I think a lot of credit has to be given to Montreal because usually the the the, the expectations I think are generally much lower. Uh, for for uh, for Montreal and fans remember you know when they ch- changed the logo and changed the name everybody was upset but I think it's a uh, the team looks like a you know he took Thierry Henry's team and uh, you know he I believe he was Henry's assistant if I'm not mistaken yeah he was there during the Henry and he brought regime. the team to another level we even saw Montreal at the beginning of the year when they played NYCFC and NYCFC won I think. Uh, three nil or two nil right. uh and they they look like they were about to have uh, another rough season and uh so a lot of credit to him i think he you know i think he very much deserves uh Here, you might pick. be right hold on why what? is it not playing okay what are you doing nonce <laughs> okay it's just like he said. He said. He it sounds like he's saying Nancy, and then he I don't know if you're gonna you. hear this. Nancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You probably can't hear that, but it sounds like Nancy. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the SKC Fan TV. I'm with Christian on this pick. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, but look at all the people who said, "Yo, Alexis is right." Uh, you guys don't see that, but I see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The, uh, all right, so let's uh, let's move on. Uh, hopefully, uh, we're not taking too long with uh, all of these. Young, yeah, we can't explain yeah, yeah. all. Young of them. player of the year. Oh God, I don't remember. You don't remember. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I'd be like, I'll be able to remember. I even tried to hit back on my voting because I left the tab up. Yeah, and it was like resubmit form, and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, who did you pick? Uh, Jesus Ferreira. Oh, so did I. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I Woo. think that was an easy choice. Yeah. 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 Incredible. It, obviously, it's just Ferreira came up a lot for he, me. He's just, you know, he just happens to be young. He's a, a young DP and and score, scoring a whole bunch of goals. He was, was your nickname in high school, right? Young DP. <laughs> okay. Go <laughs> <No>. virgin. <laughs> you know what I did in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Um, Ferreira, yeah. I mean, I think that, we don't know what you did. <laughs> all, the, all the shows went like this, I think. Extra time, football, Americas. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah. When ESPN FC. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> Next up, newcomer of the year. Ooh. Um, Who did you pick? Hold on. Let me remember. <laughs> 
<laughs> what did you pick? Um, so I, I, I feel like I went with a choice that maybe a lot of people didn't go with because I haven't really seen uh, any of the other MLS uh, journalists um, say this name. But I went with um, the f- striker for the Philadelphia Union, uh, Mikael Ura. I did not. I did not. In I think he's been spectacular this year. Um, scoring huge goals, important goals, whether he's starting, coming off the bench, uh, huge, huge player. And I think, I think a very well-deserved, uh, award for, uh, for him. The, uh, a nice couple said Cucho Hernandez in Columbus. I don't think, Cucho has been, oh, wait, been I fine. Did go. I did pick Cucho Hernandez, actually. I don't, um, I, I think, I think, uh, Ura did more. Cucho had huge goals and, and more, like, better goals, quote-unquote, um, but the um, how many Ura scored uh, a few more goals uh, than Cucho? I think the reason I picked Cucho is because what it means to the league to get a player of his ilk at his age. Um, it's like if you would have signed Insigne a few years earlier. He also played well. He showed he can uh, continue that level. Uh, to me, it felt like a pretty simple, pretty simple choice. I wouldn't necessarily say it was the best player in the league by any stretch of the imagination, but it's also like he didn't come here to retire or didn't come here to relax. Sure. Uh, how many goals Ura had? Well, maybe I pick Ricky, Ricky Pooj. I saw a lot of people pick Ricky Pooj. I might have picked I Ricky Pooj, actually. I think overall impact. I might have picked Cucho because he's been there the whole season as opposed to Ricky. Cucho didn't, uh, has not been here. The, the but you know what I mean? Season. Longer. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, Ricky's I, I only know. been here for a couple of weeks. Ura got, is, has 13 goals. 13 goals for a, uh, a a new player in MLS. Um, I did pick Ricky Pouge. Okay. Okay. The, I'm starting to remember that. So, uh, so Ura, to me, I thought was uh, the best new player uh, in MLS. Um, Mike Thomas said Ura, front runner for Golden Boot next year. Dude, I thought he was incredible. I thought he was incredible. Uh, uh, one of those players certainly to keep an eye on. Uh, Let's I, see if he can continue because we've seen players have like one superstar season and kind of. Physical. Yeah, I don't. I look. I, I because I haven't seen the name come up that much. I don't think he be, might end up winning, but I think that would be um, a disappointing if he didn't. I think it's very, very well deserved if he did. Um, okay, next up, uh, defender of the year. I picked Alexander Collins. I also picked Alexander Collins. Uh, not just because he was an absolute standout as a defender, but also contributed goals when needed. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And um, and I think it's even more evident when he got injured. Uh, he got injured. I, I think Kucho was the one who injured him, I believe, against Columbus. Damn, Remember, he bro, I'm took, picking ops. Hit his knee, took him out. Um, and, and, and those games, he missed about, I think, like 10 games, uh, something like that. Uh, NYCFC was uh, kind of just uh, they, they couldn't they couldn't figure out their they, they, you know they were uh, Sean Johnson has I think fourteen clean sheets this season there was a stretch of like seven eight in a row right uh, weren't giving up goals and then as soon as Alexander Collins gets injured uh, it is rough time great. too because he gets injured right around the same time Ronnie leaves and Tati leaves yeah and and Tati, that's so right. it was just a and then as soon as he comes back NYCFC on on this like you know much much better form so. Uh, the, so the the argument a lot of people were making was Kai Wagner uh, left back for the the union who has uh, he has a whole bunch of goals a bunch right. of assists um, and some people feel like the, uh, Kai Wagner's in my eleven okay yeah but my, he didn't make my defender of the year the, the 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 defender of the year to me feels like it should be a center back. Uh, but I can understand if it... Oh, I don't care about that. As long as you're listed as a defender, you get a chance. But to me, it's like the defensive MVP. Yeah. So you have to be like one of those people that were, if you are out, the team can't 
play without you almost. And I could, I could, I could see people saying Zimmerman. You know what I mean? Like I could, I Zimmerman won it two times in right. a row. But I could see how important he is for the squad and how much of a leader he is on a team hey, like I, that, and how much the team sort of takes his personality. Yeah, on. and I, I would say Thorne Nash, you're about Zim, to get a shout out soon. Philadelphia Union, and I think defensively, I mean, they have given up, I think, 25 goals the whole season. They are. Defensively, I've just never seen a, 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 a team be so on point. I mean, but but Jacob Glesnes, uh, 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 Jack Elliott, and then Andre Blake as well has been a damn... Jack sweet. Elliott wasn't even nominated. Uh, he was not, right, yeah. Yeah, shouts I, to whoever put that in there, uh, Justin uh, Freeberg. But the, so this is why uh, Kai Wagner, to me, d- didn't deserve my vote because of how it, it would almost be taking something away from the effort of Glessness and Elliot. Right. And they're, Blake. they're the best backline. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Backline. But to say defender of the year, you take, you take uh, Jack Elliott out or you take uh, Kai Wagner out or you take these players out. Other people can contribute. That's you take it, Alexander Collins out. You might not, you're you're probably dropping about thirty points. <laughs> you right, know what right. I mean? And that's yeah, that's what it felt like. So that's that was my rationale be, behind uh, same behind as the, the, the voting. So who's uh, next? By but, the way, we agree. <laughs> but Kai Wagner, yeah, I, I think uh, a, a spectacular season. I mean, so many players on the Union have been. Um, okay, next up, the uh, goalkeeper of the year. I mean, I think it's pretty easy. Who'd you pick? Andre Blake. I picked I picked Sean Johnson. Really? No, I picked <laughs> No, Andre Blake has been I'm a like, damn, bro. Right? You were like, no. <laughs> no, Homer team, for real. <laughs> no, no, no. Andre Blake is absolutely yeah, it's just, the pick. It's just a, I think he has the most clean sheets, right? Yeah, he had 15. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Sean Johnson was second with 14. Or I mean, there might have been a couple others tied. But the yeah, I mean, I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. Andre Blake has just been uh absurd. Um and I mean, what else can you say? It's just a complete deserve. He's won it before. He's, you know, people were also saying uh, that he should be up for MVP uh, of the you league. You know why I wouldn't have voted for him for MVP? Because he has such an incredible back line. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's You can't grade it, it against him because he still makes incredible tough, saves yeah. when needed. But for me, definitely, you earn you earn the right because especially if you notice when whenever, you know, a shot goes over the crossbar, what's the first thing a goalkeeper does is like yell at their back line. Right. He's helping put them together. So to me, it's like a team effort. He deserves it, though. I'd hate to take that away from him. Right. Okay. And then MVP. Where where did we go there? Um, I mean, to me, I've been saying it for weeks. There really is only one option for me. Mm-hmm. We talked about what a defensive player of the year means. We talked about what a, what a goalkeeper of the year means. You take these people out, what happens? You take Hani Mukhtar off Nashville. Yeah, they're just, not, they're just I, you, buddy, you earned it. <laughs> yeah. You I, I honestly I was trying. I wanted to vote against yeah, you so I, bad. <laughs> there was, I was doing, the last couple of weeks, I've been doing everything in my power. I'm like, how do I not vote for this uh-huh, guy? And yep. still maintain like a, a level, my, you know, my conscience. Right. Um, he's just too important of a player. Scored too many important goals. I mean, a, a bunch of assists. The, Has literally pulled this team that, Back in the games on his own. Yeah, the the name I re- I was really really competing against um, that that made sense to me uh, for MVP was my next choice would have been Sebastian Jerusi. One hundred percent. That's my number two. And in fact, I I stood there for a second. I'm like, is there a way where it makes more sense to vote for Jerusi? 
I just don't think there is. I don't think so either. Even though I, I try to take into consideration where teams finish on the table um, uh, a to little me, bit. It's just and, as and long all, as you make it to a playoff. Sure, Austin uh, finished a little bit higher, so I think that gave uh, Juicy some points. But the you know the, the goals came from other places in uh, in Austin, and then really I, I hate to punish somebody for having better players around them, but in this case. Hani just did so much on his own and was such an unstoppable force for so long in the season. To me, it feels like he deserves it. The, the, to, the next one, and, and I had mentioned this before, but Daniel Gazdag, uh, I thought, was a, 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 like made a super, super strong case. And I think if, if Jerusi or Gazdag ended up winning the Golden Boot, they finished one behind, uh, right. b- behind Mukhtar. Then I would it would have made it a really tough uh, decision. It's interesting too because MLS they allow you to vote up until the the day after decision day. So some people submit their votes before decision day, which seems weird, right? You wouldn't you have want to wait till the complete. If it's close in this case, like the Golden Boot and stuff, but I don't think if if the, if it would have ended tied for Golden Boot or even if uh, guys like would have finished one above Hani, I don't think I still take it away from Hani. I just think he just meant so much to me. He was the most valuable player on his team and probably the most valuable player to their team in the league. So to me, when I think of most valuable player, that's what it means. It wasn't, it's not just called best player in the league. It was, it's not called best season this year. It's called most valuable player. And I can't imagine there's a more valuable player to their squad than Hani Mukhtar has been. So as far as I'm concerned, Buddy, I look, I, I didn't want to vote for you, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, just something about, I don't know what happened. It ain't got nothing to do with you personal. Just yeah. something about it where I'm like, there's got to be someone who's more, and it just wasn't, dude. You yeah. absolutely earned it. I, I, yeah, and I think uh, for me, Gazdag. Um, to take nothing away from his not, No, not to take anything away. It's just that it's one of the other things where, like, so many players in Philadelphia were so good that it, it, it took away from how great – Gazak season kind of was right in, in in a weird like you know uh, you got outpaced. That's all. <laughs> so the um, so yeah so that's it um, everybody that, that's our oh, those were our votes uh, for this year. Um, I please tweet at us your anger. Uh, it's it, we don't really get that much hatred. I, I think a lot of people are like I can't believe these guys vote. <laughs> yeah yeah people it's more astonishment. <laughs> Uh, Omar Ramirez said with the league's cup next year, should teams be able to buy more expensive players and no DP rule? Well, the, the rumor is, and I saw Tom Boger tweet about this, that, um, because of the Apple deal, that there might be a fourth DP being added according to Tom and according to other, um, uh, executives in the league that, that nobody has heard that this is a possibility, but I think everybody sees that. Oh, Apple's in here. Okay. We, we got that Apple money, got, that Cupertino bag. <laughs> we're trying to upgrade to the iPhone 14 plus Damn. get a DP. Like, yo, hook it Dude, up. You get a DP Max S, bro. <laughs> bro, that's what we need. Look okay? at the battery on this guy. <laughs> okay. Um, so I haven't heard anything either, but uh, I, I would hope they would do it. That'd be sick. Adding a fourth DP. That's, I mean, that's the next. It's Can we just get MLS rid of four, DPs four and just point say, oh. yo, let's just increase the budget to like 20 mil? Um, I mean, we, we could. I mean, but we'll see the... I, I think MLS still feels like that there needs to be some uh, oversight um, so that teams don't fold. Because, I mean, we see it. We see it in 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 other leagues where 
teams that just you got the Apple money now. You know you ain't folding, <laughs> dog. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's it just feels like a leftover at this point. A leftover what? Like a holdover rule. Like some. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Dead dude. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't agree. Anyway, Bro. um, I I do want to talk about the um. Uh, Mayor Paulson, because we just saw that yes. news. But I, before we do that, I want to make sure uh, everybody here that is in the chat on YouTube, go. We have a new YouTube channel, mm-hmm. a clips channel uh, that will house all the Cooligans clips. I hope, hopefully, it's not too complicated. <laughs> wow, you're really, <laughs> you really, you're really dumbing it down for our audience, there, Christian. Uh, basically, the uh, algorithm has told us in more ways than one, you can't do a long form live and put shorter clips on the same channel. So we done changed it up. So we got a clips channel. It's going to have all of our shorts on it, and it's going to have all of our uh, cut downs from this show. So all these lives that you see, we cut them into like smaller clips, trying to take advantage of the SEO. Uh, that's going to be for that. So hit that follow button or hit that subscribe button if you plan on watching them. And more than one at a time. Uh, if not, do not hit that subscribe yeah, button because you ain't helping us. I need you to subscribe. I need you to comment on videos. Mm. Do everything you got to do. Hit the like button. Watch yeah. more than so one. We have we have nearly 5,000 um, subscribers on our regular YouTube channel. Buddy, which, the numbers are growing. They're growing. Um, so uh, I would hope all those nearly 5,000 people go right to our Cliff channel and hit subscribe. You can see it in the chat right now. Uh, please click on that. Please subscribe. Right. It will really help us out quite a bit. Okay. And uh, it's not monetized yet until a bunch of you hit that subscribe <laughs> no, button. We want we would like to make money off of yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It would doing. be really cool of you guys if you would help us make money. Um okay. Because we gotta pay for this bunker, dude. <laughs> so the um okay, so Mayor Paulson, I, I actually wanna maybe pull up the tweet or something because I haven't seen it, but I, I basically he stepped down as a CEO of both teams. I'm not sure this is going to appease the fans who want him to sell both teams. Um, but at least he's not going to have control. So is that enough? You think? Um, okay. So, um, so look, we know why he is stepping down. Um, and obviously it's, uh, a lot to do with the, uh, Portland, uh, his management of the Portland thorns and their situation with their former coach, Paul Riley, um, with the, 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 the sexual abuse allegations and, uh, just, I mean, it's it's all of, all of it. There's is, pretty much banners in every city Portland yeah. plays in this, as you know. So. It's it's horrific, and um, you know, when the initial story came out last year, um, where uh, Meg Linhan had uh, dropped a story uh, for the Athletic, the people were already calling for his, uh, you know, calling for him to sell the team. And at that point, he did the thing where he said, you know, we have to wait till all the facts come out. And, you know, people are uh, making these these judgments way too soon. Uh, and then once the Sally Yates report came out, then it was like, oh, bro, you oh, it was worse than we thought. Yeah. It was like, yo, you knew what was you like legitimately knew what was going on. And instead of handling it, you just you know, uh, uh, gave uh, like a glowing review of Paul Riley when he went to uh, his new team and when, or when they, they let him go. And overall, that kind of, um, 
you, the way it's just you're, you're essentially letting a sexual predator uh, you, that you know they did something or that the allegations are there, and you basically were like, "Oh, it's no, nah, he's great. No, nah, it's all, it's all good. Well, we all, you know, I don't know, I don't know anything. I don't it's know like when talking. your friends like, "Yo, pretend you were my boss. I put you as a right, thing. Right. <laughs> and you're like, I couldn't uh, a better. I'm I'm sad. I'm losing him to you. You know. <laughs> so, but imagine that dude had done something horrific. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it's. Based on the the Sally Yates report, it sort of felt like there were a lot of people that were afraid of legal uh, repercussions or dealing with stuff or or NDAs. Like there was just so much um, fear, and I, in my opinion, cowardice to confronting a lot of this stuff that everybody was like, "Oh, somebody basically like, oh, we we said it to somebody, like they'll handle it," and nobody really wanted to just say like what was going on. Right. And and I, I spoke about this last week with Tom, and who knows why nobody wanted to do that. Uh, you know, my theory was that that even from you know staff or executives or even players themselves, they 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 don't want to report things that may make the league look bad and then therefore the league might fold or a team might fold or you know they, they, you know NWSL is still a very very young league and 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 women's sports and they're trying to figure it all out and so maybe that might it doesn't justify any you know any sort of abuse or things like that no look at the end of the day uh it's a league's job is to protect the players not just physically on the field or on the pitch but also you know, from predators that might be working on the team, like in any way, shape or form, the, the league's job in my eyes and the club's job should be to protect the players, not to protect themselves or to protect employees who may have abused your players. You are you. There's a sense of trust that you have uh, when when someone signs on to work for your team or to play for your club. Uh, and it's a, it's an absolute shame that that level that that trust has, has been um what's the word I'm looking for here, you know, has collapsed or that that trust doesn't exist yeah. now because of your inability to protect the players. So at the end of the day, whether that starts at the absolute top or whether there's someone in the middle that's involved, that these people should be asked to leave the sport because you couldn't be trusted to protect your players when it was needed most. Yeah, and this, this, and this time right now, even though, you know, I, I'm sure other people feel this as well, but I'm like, I reading the Sally Yates report, or reading the news about um, the Orlando Pride and, and their coach, uh, their former coach, Amanda Cromwell, it's like, it's a, it's disheartening. It's like it's just exhausting, right? Because like I want to talk about the games. I want to talk about the the excitement of the playoffs, especially where like there's so much belief and trust and and excitement around NWSL and its future. Yeah. And then you have stuff like this where it's like, I mean, I'm to some degree I'm glad it's coming out so that we can handle this stuff and yeah. move forward. It's, it's sort of a a cleansing, and I hope that right. uh, you know I, I've seen like even you know follow your favorite you know female footballers on on social media Sydney LaRue especially she is not holding anything back she's obviously a former Orlando Pride player she does not know how to hold back <laughs> currently playing with uh, Angel City and she's just airing out all the facts and and she's just uh, keeping it uh, an absolute buck and this is look i i i hope we have to go through this difficult moment to to get to the point where like like with um like we were talking about uh the Boston Celtics right and their and their head coach uh, Emil Doka who had a relationship with a uh with a staffer right. and how quickly who's married who is and had kids hey bro hey look damn everybody we're <laughs> families bro the the but look how quickly Boston acted as soon as they found out about it and and some people are like yo maybe they did this too 
fast. Or it's like, bro, the try guys <laughs> fired one of the try guys. Yo, you that's it. It's like if there's it, like stop, stop. You know, you know what's the what's the term? Like stop beating around the bush or whatever. Just even do, if do the thing you're supposed to do. Even if you don't care about human beings, like bro. this, is a, you have to care about the bag, right? right? And this affects the bag. And you might get sued, dude, which <laughs> gets rid of your bag, bro. So you have to treat this completely like seriously. Uh, uh, quickly, and it can't get out of hand because it. That's the thing. It can if it if it goes unchecked, it can get out of hand, and this is what it feels like happened in uh, with NWSL. And you know, whatever. All, hearing all these stories about like it, like the the culture of the sport shouldn't be like this. That's uh, that's obvious. But um, hold on. So Theo Nero said, "So why should somebody get fired for having an affair? Though I don't think that is fair in today's society. That's like some something that happens in life, you know, affairs and such." The problem isn't that they had an affair. No one cares that they cheated on their significant other. No. Although for Nia Long, I think we should all pretty much care. <laughs> okay. Why? Because she's a goddamn gem, bro. <laughs> um, but the the issue is, slept with an employee that was uh, it's beneath you, know, you. beneath you in the um, in the org chart. That is an abuse of power, and that is a massive lawsuit waiting to happen. It's a threat to the bag. Yes. It's It's a wildly illegal act. (laughs) Nobody's saying it's a moral thing. Uh, You have to tell HR... I am in a real, it's not illegal to have a relationship with someone that you are superior to in an organization. It is illegal to hide that because that person can now claim that you are using your power and authority against them. And if that happens, that is a massive lawsuit that takes down the Boston Celtics. (laughs) That takes down, you know, heralded organizations like the Try Guys. Bro, uh, do you see how upset Eugene was? <laughs> Bro. You don't want that. He was holding back tears. <laughs> Sweet Eugene. <laughs> Even the little one was crying. I can't remember his name, bro. <laughs> so uh, I think that, you know, that, that stuff is fairly... When up. the Try Guys are more responsible than you, <laughs> you got to get out of the sport. <laughs> They're YouTubers. <laughs> they eat everything on a menu. <laughs> For real, bro. It, it's a. That's it. <laughs> look, and um, yeah, just you know, these things are obvious. Like this shouldn't have been handled this way. And any any reports of any kind of serious serious allegations, like the ones that you know that that were brought by uh, uh, Manashim, it, it just cannot be handled like this. And it's it is. Uh, you know, as as a, as an owner, as as a person, I don't know, like as as a as a, I'm not gonna say father figure per se, but it's like, yo, these are your players. Some of these girls are very young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, yeah. are looking. To, they they think that the adults know what they're doing. And every- I mean, we've seen players like uh, Trinity Rodman at 18 years old go into the league. These are the time. I mean, it doesn't matter what age you are, but we're seeing younger and younger players going into the league. The expectation is is that they're going to be very well taken care of when they're there, and that they're going to be looked after. Did he, uh, not that they're going to be unheard if they have allegations against someone, did, which did, is just a shame. Did you see the? Um, oh, you haven't seen the documentary, right? The the uh, the ESPN about about women's soccer and like kind of it was on Tuesday that it. No, you were in London. Uh, I I did watch it and. It, uh, R- Richie Burke, the former coach of the of the, the Washington mm-hmm. Spirit, who got fired for being abusive and and using right. abusive language, uh, and there were uh, May Linehan was in the documentary, Kaya McCullough, who uh, we you yeah, know, we, we have worked, worked with, with. Yeah. Um, and it, it, and Richie Burke was in the documentary too. He was just like, what did I say? I didn't say it. like he was just he came off so 
bad. Yeah. Just looks like and and also um uh why am I forgetting your name? The former commissioner, uh Lisa Baird. Oh, Lisa Baird. Lisa yeah. Baird was also in it, and I, and we interviewed her. And she's like a nice lady. Right, right, right. And she was the one with the funky shirts, right? Like the 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 Seinfeld shirt. On she a, wore like the the puffy shirt. Why do, oh yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But she that? she was in the documentary as well. And they asked her about the shirt. By any chance. <laughs> they asked her about the shirt. They had a problem, more pressing issues. Um, it <laughs> it couldn't have. She couldn't have looked worse. She looked. She looked like she was lying. Just she looked like she was just straight up lying and being insincere on camera and in in like you know speaking to a, a proper ESPN journalist. At, right in that corporate spin speak. It, it, it yeah, a little bit of that. But stuttering, she couldn't get her words out. <laughs> Thinking <laughs> it was a lot of that. It's yeah. Just, so the, 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 I like when I see that because you know they're like, I mean, we, we, we didn't we didn't go over this in the pre-production. You the, know the the yeah her and 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 Richie looked bad. They looked really really bad. And and uh, yeah, it's a it's a shame and and it shows that that it's you know it's more than simply the the men are bad. And and like the 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 men are the uh, the ones who there are they they were women that also kind of turned the other cheek and looked the other way. No people, there were bad actors. Yeah, for the lack just, of a better term, it, it was across I, the board. I, I think there was a a lot of uh, people that just maybe didn't understand the gravity of the the allegations or the issues. I don't know, but it just it just seems like people were way too casual. Responding to very very serious allegations. That's really what it felt like. Um, so it's it, but it's also one of those things of like oh, don't hurt the league by having these allegations. I think there is. I think there was. A, I think that's a big big part of it, which is a shame because like, uh, don't you think if this continues to go on without being corrected, yeah, yeah. this will hurt the league? And who was it? Uh, Mike Thomas just said NWSL is wildly exhausting to follow with all these scandals literally every week. Hear that. If you work for NWSL, yeah. if you're one of the seven employees that work for NWSL, <laughs> it's shocking how small the company of a company it is at this point. But uh, if you're one of the people that works for NWSL, remember those words because your fans, they're exhausted. They're tired by it. It's much easier to nip this stuff in the bud when you hear about it than to wait and wait and wait and then have it be a goddamn documentary. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, the, what would the Try Guys do? <laughs> Let's get them on the line. <laughs> Can you send the voice memo to the Try Guys? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> uh, what would they be in Spanish? Hombres que hacen? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, que prueban. Que prueban. Yeah, I guess. Que tratan. Um, okay. <laughs> lo, lo trata, guys. <laughs> okay. So, um, look, uh, uh, the the NWSL playoffs are, are coming up, and the and the and MLS playoffs. Uh, I'm I'm hoping. You know, we saw it at the the US game against England. That this, you know, the the recent story is. It's affecting the game and affects yeah. the players. There's no way it doesn't. We should have beat England, bro. We should have beat England, but uh, I mean, they they took that goal away from Trinity. Who was uh, that? that I mean, wasn't offside. There was no offside anywhere, bro. Um, but England, I thought uh, England played great. I mean, England they, played very well. They they they're playing with definitely a new level of confidence, confidence, and it's going to be. Uh, Who's their fun. home though? If they, if that shit was in California, bro. Mm. First of all, they'd be roasting. <laughs> but, they ain't used to sun, but um, I, I'm gonna be excited to see them uh, in the World Cup. I hope we, I hope we play them in the World Cup again. I think that'll be a good match. Um, the uh, PFC manager and NWSL wrote that SNL sketch about the Try Guys. Did you see that one? No. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, um, it, it was kind of funny. It was a, I, you know what? I, I think the the I don't even, I hate breaking down like comedy or whatever, but the the some some people took it as like they were being. 
um, callous, callous about like cheating uh, or wh- or whatever. But the 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 premise of the of the sketch was that this story was more important than national politics because it was all over the news and stuff right. Like that. And that that was a kind of like the beat that they kept hitting over and over. Like they were trying to talk about serious politics, and it's like no, but the try guys or whatever. And the joke sort of just got to me. It's like the joke just got old or whatever. Right. SNL, not a lot of sketch shows kind of do this sometimes where they they have a game and then they just beat it and they just yeah and that's that's what it felt like in that one but whatever it was a fine sketch um okay i mean if you're one of the try guys who didn't uh cheat with one an employee think about how big of an organization you created that it's (laughs) snl but the problem with him was that he was cheating and his brand was that he was not a cheating guy ain't those those dudes that's why i say i always cheat (laughs) we let you know bro and that's why you know i'm never cheating bro that's why i keep telling you bro we jizz in our sleep dude (laughs) <laughs> okay Emily <laughs> Re- is just like oh, Why do we let these guys vote bro Okay uh, I think we should wrap up uh, there uh, As always Hold on Theonira said I mean two consenting adults uh, Like come on nobody's underage You know if anything could turn this into a lesson I'm just saying that the punishment is harsh For him to just, oh, I, We get it Theo damn son <laughs> Delete your texts, Mudgee. <laughs> bro, cover your tracks. Damn, <laughs> delete your search history, bro. No, it's the it's the work aspect. It's I mean, simply you that, cannot sleep with someone. I'm, yo, you this, have to tell. By the way, you can if you tell HR. You know, that's I would, it. I would tell Ned Former. But then you can't che- tell HR. Yo, I'm cheating on my way because HR would be like, <laughs> Yo, why are you telling me this, dog? You just. Gee, but do it secretly with someone not at work, bro. You got caught. It's it's on you, dog. That's a choice a company made, a person makes. You do you, bro. You got to deal with the consequences, and you see how it affects it affects businesses. Bro, you lost the bag, bro. He was doing seminars, being like, "This is how you have a healthy relationship with your wife." He was yeah. doing content with his wife, cheating on her bro. at the same time, bro. It's- someone on Twitter said, "I." Uh, Yo, what if what if the reason he had a happy relationship is because he was cheating? <laughs> sure. And then yo deleted it because you know his girl was like, "I'm sorry, what'd you say?" <laughs> he, yo, you they know, got the screen. He needed some man. side to bring himself some <laughs> right. peace. You know, maybe you enjoy the steak a little more if you have a burger every once in a while. You know, okay. Alexis puts chicken in <laughs> his burger. burger, but everybody knows HR is well aware. I put the burger. <laughs> he tells Yankee Stadium staff while he's doing it. When he does it. Okay. Uh, all right. Ridiculous. <laughs> Theo got season tickets to Cuckfield. <laughs> Come on, you white bellies. <laughs> all right. Um, as always, yeah, a reminder, uh, follow us uh, everywhere on social media, at Soccer Cooligans. Uh, Hit the subscribe button on the Cooligans Clips channel if you plan on watching it when it pops up in your recommended. Correct. All right, we're trying to game this damn algorithm, my G. Right. So, um, the, uh, uh, yeah, follow us on TikTok as well. We've got a, a bunch of stuff uh, going on there, trying to grow that. And um, we have some news that we will be dropping soon. Uh, Very to our, soon. To our Patreon uh, subscribers. So. They get it, primero. Chris and Pete's also confirmed Google Translate called them Los Chicos Que Prueba. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, dude. Oh, 
Bro, uh, that sounds way dirtier, yeah, dude. Dude, yeah, it sounds like that's a, the title of my new gay pornography. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like what he got in trouble for. <laughs> so, um, yes, uh, make sure to join patreon.com slash soccer cooligans. We, uh, we have a new episode of uh, No Cap Recap coming uh, as well uh, uh, later this week. And um, uh, anything else? Uh, nah, the the Clips channel, uh, hit, hit that subscribe button, uh, do what you got to do. Oh, and shouts to everybody who sent me really nice messages about uh, my appearances on True Jordy. That was really dope on the kickoff. Okay. You did the, wait, you did the proper kickoff? No, no, no. I did the, the, poker. the poker. Right. Which is on the True Jordy Twitch channel. And I also did the two person watch along with Lawrence McKenna. But then True Jordy or Brian kept hopping. I'm Brian, like first name. <laughs> Brian kept hopping in. And uh, it was pretty cool. All the chat in the beginning was like, get this American out of here, stupid mm-hmm. American. And then he was like, yo, man, this dude knows football. And everyone's like, we like this American. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> how it is. You hate your stupid uh, accent. Bro. Like, I hate your accent, but the things you're saying are interesting. Um, so, the, uh, so, yeah, make sure you uh, 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 follow us and support. Fan XY said Christian's form of cheating is a Happy Meal. <laughs> the new adult Happy Meal, bro. <laughs> yo, don't tell Shorty, bro. <laughs> don't tell her what I did with the toy. Right? <laughs> The phone number it was Logan McDonald's listed as Teddy from work. And she's like, yo, how do you you work with a guy named Alexis, bro? Um, okay. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh and as always, shout out to the Metal Art family. Uh uh tuning in. Uh, a lot of new listeners. We appreciate all, all the support. Share uh anything, you know, share this episode. Let people know you, you had a great time uh laughing along with all your favorite soccer stories. Uh, um what a great make it a commercial. That's a little yeah. promo. Um, but we will see you uh, next week, and we will see uh, uh, everybody on Patreon uh, this Friday with a new episode. Um, so a lot of fun stuff coming this week. So uh, tune in uh, to all of that. All right. Uh, anything that's you got anything to say, Alexis? Uh, nothing, man. Love you guys. Okay. Peace, everybody. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.